Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I know. I I thought it was cute when you sent it to me, and then I sent it to Kate, and she was like, that's creepy. What? (laughs) I was like, no, it's cute. It's adorable. (laughs) I laugh exactly the same as my mom. Same. Yeah. And it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it makes sense, because it's like the first, some of the first noises that you hear, you know? Yeah. I don't know if my mom ever laughed when I was a baby. Well, when... (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You took that so seriously. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) before then you know when you're like when she's pregnant and you're like mm. don't you're hearing those noises which like i read somewhere that um like babies are born with accents a lot of times because they're listening to their mom in the womb for nine months and oh. so even though they don't talk like german sentences go down at the end yeah and then french sentences and there's just go yelling up. in the middle sure yeah yeah french um, does sound like a question all the time yeah like australian accents where it's like everything is a question yeah like oh i was listening to another podcast uh-huh. that's british and they said aircon aircon yeah and i was like oh i thought it was just an australian thing aircon at your house yeah Aww. i know anyway <laughs> um so like german babies when they cry their crying sounds will go down at the end and then french babies when they cry they will go up at the end <laughs> crying a question yeah but i think that's really cool because they're listening do you have food <laughs> <laughs> they're like listening did to i piss myself again <laughs> Well, that is a question. Those are both questions. <laughs> you know, it makes sense that you would laugh the same as your mom. What doesn't make sense is why doesn't my brother laugh the same as? Oh, uh, your brother's an know. anomaly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it works for dudes. <laughs> I'm Bucket Snake. <laughs> I often wonder what kind of snake I may be. What size is the bucket? What kind of snake am I? Now I... that I'm into unconventional pets, I'm like, huh? Yeah wonder what kind of snake you would be yeah i think one sort of determines the other if you're a really big snake it's probably gonna have to be a pretty big bucket i don't know unless you're wearing it on your head actually like i a think helmet. to go <laughs> snake with a helmet yeah like bucket head but just bucket snake it's a giant snake with a bucket on your head i think um since i am such a tall person but i feel like my soul is so small yes maybe it's a really big like home depot bucket yeah, and you're a very tiny snake. And I'm just a little garden snake on the inside. Yeah, I can see that. So people like see the bucket and they're like, that has to be a big ass snake. And yeah. And you're just like, ooh. That's a small ass snake. That's a small. <laughs> Definitely an cool. ass snake, though. Def- That's me. God. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of laughter, I bet Jimmy Carr's <laughs> laugh looks really funny. 
yes. Ah, ah, can we invite ah. him onto the podcast just so I can watch this? Yes. <laughs> just come like, in and laugh, please. Okay, yes. you can go. Still, all right, get up. Thanks for flying all the way here, Jimmy Carr. You're not doing anything. Probably not. No one's doing anything. Right. Right. Speaking of doing things, I'm Bucket Snake near Meat Wedge, and we're here in the pod cave to talk about Rockadoodle. Yeah. Yeah. This was. I'm so excited. Like, I'm glad you're excited because I really don't remember a lot except oh being scared. Oh, oh man, it's not scary. Yeah, there are owls. That's true. They are big and scary. Something I don't know. about the '90s was just like owls are terrifying children. Really? Don't look at them. What else is? Uh, I remember them in some other movies like um, Once Upon a Forest. Yeah. I don't um, think I ever saw that one. The Secret of Nim? No, I didn't see that either. For some reason, I loved Rockadoodle so much that, I mean, I watched it until I wore out my VHS tape. And then... A design flaw. Or my parents were like, it's broken! That, that also <laughs> might be a possibility. The case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Either no. way, I watched it a bunch as a kid and then completely forgot about it. And I would have these, like, well, I guess not completely, because I would have, like, I would think about scenes from it every once in a while, and be For like, those of you at home, Meat Wedge is uh, pantomiming a brainstorm right now, and you can't see it. I would be like, what the fuck is that? And then I was in high school, in creative writing class my junior year, and everybody, every day at the beginning of class, we would have, like, a 10 or 15 minute, like, free write. Yeah, we did that in my class, too. Yeah, yeah. and- I would so, be like, I am wearing shoes today, and also pants, and I have a sweater on, and so-and-so is sitting next to me. Is this three is pages yet? God! Not very creative. <laughs> but everyone, like, we took turns bringing in a prompt. Yeah. So it was, you know. Oh, that's more fun. Mine yeah. was just, like, just write, write three pages. Oh, no, each, like, each person was in charge of bringing in a prompt, and we that's just fun. went, like, in order. Um, yeah. And so this one kid brought in, he was like, I want you guys to watch this movie, and then I want to, I want you to write how you feel about it. And that's he a whole... showed us... Thing. It wasn't the whole movie. It was just like a clip from this movie. Oh, okay. So he showed us a clip from Rockadoodle, okay. and I was just like, my whole writing that I did was like, holy shit, I didn't dream this up. I'm, I'm not crazy. Like, I didn't make up this whole movie. You called your therapist like, actually, I don't need you as I much like, as I thought I did. Remember what I said? That I had a fever dream about dogs and cats and birds and mice, and they were in a toy box? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, it's real! <laughs> this Rockadoodle, bye! You're fired. So I was very excited, and then I went home and watched it, and I was like, oh yeah, my mom was like, oh yeah, I remember this movie, and then I've seen Your it. Your mom also then, so. deleted her she memory prob- yeah, of it. Probably, yeah. but, um, Little baby meat wedge. I <laughs> <laughs> freaking love that movie, and I'm excited to watch it again, because it's very good. And I, I must have watched it a lot, because I was talking to my parents and my brother about, I was trying to figure out what my brother's favorite movies were when he was a kid, because yeah. he's younger than I am, so he watched just a lot of the barely. things that I wanted to watch. But yes. Well, I mean, just, you know, three yeah. and a half years younger, but like. A lot of the things that I liked growing up were things that he also liked just because I was already around and watching them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just like, well, you know, once you started forming your own opinions, like, what kind of things were you into? So we were talking about that. But um, my dad even was like, yeah, there's a rooster and his name is Chanticleer. And I was like, all right, if you remember. Yes, I do remember his name being Chanticleer. Then I clearly I thought have it was seen so cool. this movie a lot of times. Chanticleer, I think, means rooster yeah. or something like that. It, like, oh, okay. if you break it down, it I think it means something like singing and like nice like claire i think is like singing nice rooster light nice maybe singing rooster light the the diet singing rooster (laughs) (laughs) there is like low fat some meaning to it like the etymology as far as like the french word goes but yeah they all have really weird names the dog's name is pontouf oh that's cute yeah anyway so Mm. i i would like to hear what you remember about this movie because i there's i'm gonna bring like i just i'll tell you the whole plot right now but i want to yeah um i just have uh one distinct p- 
picture in my mind, and it's of Chanticleer, like, on a pile of something, like, singing or crowing mm-hmm. really loud and big. And also there's a lot of rain mm-hmm. in a part, mm-hmm. and owls. Yes. Uh, that's about it. That's all I got. All right. And I just remember being, like, I did watch it a lot, but I remember it, it being scary to me. Yeah. Which I think we're going to learn from rewatching a lot of these movies. That's all we've talked about. This is week three now, and it's just been like, that was scary. That was terrifying to me as a child. And it's, it is. But we just kept watching it. The imagery is scary. Yeah. Yeah. What other options did we have? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Sometimes it's like, like when we did Hocus Pocus, I watched it and I was like, I literally don't remember this. Like, did I watch it? Mm -hmm. You know? So I wonder if when I'm watching it, I'll like... Like, I didn't even remember... I don't remember any other animals besides owls and chickens. Oh, yeah. So the the scene that I would that I kept imagining in my brain is because the Grand Duke of the Owls turns the main uh, character, Edmund, into a little... into a cat. I remember um, the Grand Duke. Yeah, he's the really big one with, like, the deep voice, and he's yeah. like, yeah, your batteries are gonna run out, and then it'll be night forever, and... So there's a little <laughs> boy, he's very blonde, he's wearing a coonskin cap, and his name is Edmund, oh. and he wants to go help his family because their farm is flooding... Okay. Because Chanticleer yes. got chased off. I remember off. everything being, like, rainy and wet. Yeah. Yeah. But his mom's like, you're too little to go help. He's like, no, I want to help. And then he's hanging out in his bedroom, and then the owls come, and the Grand Duke of the Owls turns him into a cat. And then huh. all the other animals, like, from the okay. farm, like, come out, and they're like, oh, it's a cat. And he's like, I'm not a cat. I'm a little boy. My name's Thackeray Banks. Wait, what? <laughs> Which <laughs> movie <Edmund>. is this? Because <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm all fooey. He turned me into a cat. Oh. And the mouse is like, yeah. And he's like, I'm not a cat. Anyway. So there's a mouse. Mm-hmm. She's got like big glasses. And she's wearing a pink dress. Uh, there's a woodpecker who's like really annoying. Okay. And then there's the dog Pontouf who cannot figure out how to tie his shoes. Why is he wearing shoes? <laughs> he just is. He doesn't have. They bumps. keep asking that. They're like, "Why does a dog need shoes anyway?" <laughs> he's, he's wearing them, but he doesn't know how to tie them, so his shoes are always untied. Someone um, did a lot of drugs when they wrote these characters. <sighs> Honestly, <Perhaps. laughs> a dog wearing shoes. Ha ha! Kids so, will find this hilarious. There's a point in a toy box. The four of them, so Edmund and Pontouf and the do- uh, the mouse and the bird, whose name I don't remember, they're in a toy box and they go down an aqueduct pipe, so they have to close the box oh. so that they don't drown. Yeah. And the woodpecker starts freaking out, starts punching a bunch of holes in the walls, oh. and it starts filling with water, and they have to they have to tie them up to one of those like paddles with a ball and a straight. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. that was kept seeing in my brain oh. and being like, what the fuck? Yeah, that sounds like... um. Like that scene in Five Goes West when he and his family are like riding like an old tin sardine can or something. Huh. Um, but yeah, so the, and then that was the scene that Trent played for us in creative writing and I was oh. like, oh, like my brain was just like, so. It must be a really memorable scene if that's also in his. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, where does Sean Declare come in? Wait, don't tell me. Yeah, I've, I've said too much. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm looking forward to watching it, I think. You think? I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> They're just cartoon roosters. They can't hurt you. It's the owls that scare me. Oh, cartoon owls. They can't hurt you. As long as the sun comes up. Alright. Is that it? Any other thoughts? I I have no other thoughts. Good. At all. Let's about <laughs> not a single one. I've emptied my brain. Alright. Let's go watch it. Let's go. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. fucking surreal movie yeah it was oh, i love it yeah me too so much so much <laughs> of my notes is just me going i love this movie i know me too yeah one of my notes hold on oh my god i already love this movie so much yeah it's a very useful note that i made yeah yeah but i, I just keep interjecting with oh my god yeah i forgot i love this yeah oh, this movie i love like there were parts that i was like oh yeah i forgot about this but most of it i was just like this is so fun it's so fun it's so cute and i love edmund so much me too I'm He's so brave. Okay. Uh, I'll just do a little... Give me um, a synopsis. A little plot synopsis, and this is going to be the plot summary according to Bluth. Rockadoodle is a fantasy, something that we just made up. Side note, no, it's not. It's a character named Chanticleer who thinks that when he crows, the sun comes up. The truth is, it does, until one day into the farmyard comes another rooster who fights with Chanticleer and keeps him so busy that the sun, who has a habit of coming up every morning at that time, peeks its little head over the hill. Well, Chanticleer has not crowed, and when he sees the sun has come up without him, he's devastated. All the farmyard animals ridicule and laugh at him, so he walks away and says, I'm nobody. The sun becomes very upset after that and hides behind the clouds, never to come out again. Meanwhile, the rooster goes away to the city and becomes a rock star, very reminiscent of Elvis Presley. Is that how Elvis Presley became famous? Yeah. Uh, anyway. (laughs) The farmyard animals realize they're in trouble because the rains have come, the world's flooding, and there's no more sunshine. So they go to the city to try and bring Chanticleer home to crow. Which is a long description, kind of. It is. To read out loud. But there's still a lot that he left out. Yeah, that's true. That. I mean, but that's I mean, I guess that's a, a, a basic synopsis. Yeah. Um, let me start out by saying, fuck every one of those farm animals. Right? <laughs> I like, know. like, we don't need you. Because one- When I saw that, I was like, well, what are you all doing? Yeah. That you feel so- They all so... have a job. I mean, Patu explains. They all have a job. Uh-huh. And Chanticleer's job is to bring up the sun, which that actually, that synopsis does help because it answers one of the the big, the big questions that I've always that, had about this yeah. movie, which is why does the sun come up without him in the first place? But it does make sense that the sun is like, well, yeah, I mean, this is, this is usually when he calls me and, you know, he hasn't yeah. done it yet. Yeah, he's just like, hello. You, you good? You there? Hey, buddy. Just but waiting. Um, the, it also does imply that the sun could come up without Chanticleer. Yeah, it could, but it don't want to. But even if he wasn't. Even if he didn't have a job, everyone on the farm loves him. He gets yeah, along friends. with everybody. Yeah, they, yeah it's their fr- they're all fans of him. Like all the yeah. chickens have a crush on him. And then one day, mm-hmm. when he's 
fighting off a. It's not like he well, and I think that in. leads to like another plot hole too, though. Is that like they have this whole plan, the Grand Duke and uh, Pinky, yeah, to keep Chanticleer from coming back, right? But they don't need to do that because he got laughed off the farm. He's not trying to come back. Yeah, that's true. He, well, but they they orchestrated once, that once they they go to try and get him to come back. Yes, they want to stop them, but yeah. like they didn't need a thing to distract him and keep him away. You know, like he was already laughed off the farm. That's true. Anyway, well, ruin the movie for you. Let's go. Let's leave. Pinky was <laughs> Pinky was trying to make money, but then once the Grand Duke got wind of the fact that Edmund and Peepers and Snipes and Patu were trying to bring Chanticleer back, that's when he called him and was like, hey, he heads just up. had his number. Yeah. He had just knew. Yeah. He was just keeping, keeping well, eyes. Well, because they were eyes working on. together, you know, for like... Yeah. So... They were, but they were, that implies that they were working together before. Beforehand, yeah. yeah. I hadn't ever really noticed that until... Yeah. Until I, I just said it. Yeah, well, until I was watching it and I wrote down and, and Pinky was like, he's he's like, hey, boss, you know, here's the update. Yeah, I was like, so like, who is Pinky's boss? been I was like, working together. Oh, it's the Grand Duke. Yeah. So I'd forgotten that. Um, the Let me read the IMDb plot synopsis. In order to defeat the Grand Duke of Owls, a young boy transformed into a cat teams up with a group of barnyard animals to find a rooster who can raise the sun. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, much more. They are succinct. trying to find him. Just a rooster. Yeah. It <laughs> makes it sound like they're just like, we just need a rooster. Yeah. And then the sun will come. No, you need Chanticleer. Right. Like, yep. All anyway. that aside. Yes. All of it aside. I love this movie. So I do too. I really did like it. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about how you were wrong. What was I wrong about? Patu's name is it's, Patu. It's Patu. Yes. Which means sheepdog. Aww. And Chanticleer means rooster yes so it's a type like a breed good of stretch. like french chicken yeah i think good stretch but <laughs> you were also saying i think that like all the animals have weird names but they really don't it's just those it's two true. It's just and those two, two are original names from the play that was like came out in mm-hmm. the early 1900s or whatever yeah so it wasn't that weird it so was they just kept those names in weird for me as a child with no reference i guess as to what these movies or what these names yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was just like, why is this dog named Patu? <laughs> Patu, wearing a shoe. Yeah, that's how Patu ties his shoes. Yeah, I know, it's very Which, cute. I'd forgotten about that too. I remember that he wears shoes, but not why, but it's because he's got bunions. Only on so his old. back feet. Yeah, well. He doesn't wear four shoes. Front feet are basically hands. Yeah, that's true. So. He thinks he a people. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's got they do not explain why he's wearing pants. They do not. I guess everybody's wearing clothes. And even like when Edmund yeah, realizes Edmund... that he's not dressed, he's like... Also, just 90s children being turned into cats wearing oversized clothes. Like, yeah. It's just silly. I know that Binks doesn't wear clothes, but... That's true. Human Binks, Binks is the opposite. Yeah. Where he was wearing a giant shirt and then got turned into a cat. Right. What is the what is with the 90s? I don't Very know. funny. Edmund is so cute, though. Edmund's so cute. And he's so, like... He's afraid the whole time. Mm-hmm. Me too. Honestly. And TBH. he like, you know, he's like, I can't do anything. I can't help anybody. Well, at the, even at, at the very beginning, he's like, no, mom, I'm, I, I am too one of the big boys. Like, yeah. he just wants to help so bad. Side note about that scene. Why does he have his own room and his giant older <laughs> brothers are sharing a bunk bed? Because <laughs> he is king shit of that house. He is clearly the favorite yeah. in that house obviously um it's not that you're too little edmund it's that you're too precious it's that we love you way more than your older brothers kind of suck you know scott and mark (laughs) or whatever their names were (laughs) i don't know but yeah he's he's just like i can help and then 
you know, he gets turned into a cat, which is a minor setback, but then he pretty much is immediately like, you know what? I'll do after a little pep talk from Peepers, he's like, I'll do it. I'll yeah. go to this city and I'll find Chanticleer and yeah. I'll bring him back. I can you know? do it. I know where the city is. Yeah. Super cute. It's so cute. And he well, just like even though he keeps doubting himself, I can't help anybody. I'm too little. He still keeps trying. And I just love him so much. And it's so cute. Do you want to talk about, do you want to just go through our notes? Yeah. Our watch notes? Yeah. Watch notes. <laughs> sound effect there. Yes. <laughs> or I can just keep doing that We'll fix time. it in post. No, it's better when you do it. <laughs> uh, okay. The opening scene, I feel like when they're like in space. Yeah. And then they like go down to the farm. Yeah. And there's just like so much happening. It's just very much, I just feel like Don Bluth was just like, take that, Disney! Look, Look what, what I can I do! do. Ha ha! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, not necessary, but it's very impressive. Beautiful. Yeah. But that reminds me that, like, did you feel like this movie is just, like, like dark? Not, like, subject matter, but, like, the lighting in it? No, almost. Well, it's supposed to be. That's the whole... But even the bright parts feel not as bright as they should. Hmm. And, like, I thought it was just because maybe I was just, like, watching a low-quality yeah. version, but I read that a lot in a lot of the critiques. Is yeah, that, like, it I just, saw that, too. It just, the colors just weren't as bright as it, huh. it should have been. Because, like, yeah, on the farm when it's raining and stuff, of course, but, like, in the city, the neon lights, even all that doesn't yeah. feel very, like, bright. Yeah. I think like, it feels exactly the way like, it's supposed to, where it's, like, you're in a city at night. Well, but even, like, just... the scenes where they're, like... The like big musical and, numbers, yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. But, yeah, I was just feeling like, I don't know, it just seems a little, like, too... Like, the just the color scheme is too dark almost. Interesting. Yeah. yeah anyway. It does look pretty grainy, I guess. Which is... This is another one of those where it's like, I don't know, it just shows you why Disney is so, so successful. Dis- so because Disney. <laughs> the, the movies that came out at the same time that Disney was releasing look so much better. Yeah, this came out this movie. after Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yeah. And it just looks so low quality, but, yeah. you know, that's the way it is. Speaking of what things look like, I thought Patu reminded me of, well, you haven't seen Fievel, but he reminds me of Wiley Burp. Yeah. In uh, Fievel Goes West. That's cute. They're just very similar. Yeah. Characters. But the guy, what's his name that voices him? Phil Harris. Yeah. Is also Baloo. Uh-huh. He voices <laughs> Baloo in Jungle Book. He voices Little John in Robin Hood. Yes. And he is uh, Abraham DeLacy, Giuseppe Casey, Thomas O'Malley. In Aristoc- O'Malley the Alley Cat. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you can tell though that he is old. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. Like this is the last thing that he did yeah. before he retired and, and died. And in died. that order. In that order. The correct order <laughs> to do it. First he retired, then you die. Um because I wasn't sure I knew he was in this movie somewhere and i wasn't sure if that was him or not when he yeah. first starts with the narration and then the way he says oh, i'll tell you all about it i was like yeah. oh that's phil harris like no yeah. doubt a f- fun note about the narration is that it was added later yeah because the I... test audiences were like what the hell is happening in this yeah movie? and i don't feel that the narration helped <laughs> i don't know i've never watched it without so maybe that's if true. you were just watching it straight and you were like what is going on yeah i don't know i think that you would get it i think so yeah but it does feel tacked on though to me yeah but yeah, apparently a lot of people were confused, so they were like, well, we'll uh, just add some animal. some more Phil Harris in there. Speaking of what people look like, you never have too much. Skipped leg day. <laughs> He's a chicken. <laughs> He's a tiny little they don't leg. Have any leg. I have muscles. a tiny little leg. They got little bird legs. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. It's great. He looks so goofy. Yeah, I do love that. That description <laughs> that you read was like reminiscent of Elvis. Like, no, that's Elvis. Yeah, that's not reminiscent of Elvis. Elvis also wore a size two X 
in shirts and yes. a size 2T in pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I do wonder, because Elvis died in 77 and this movie came out in 92, I do wonder how Elvis would have felt mm, about yeah. this depiction he, Well, he would have been like, why can't I be? I bet he would have wanted he, to voice him. Oh, probably. Because he did a lot of acting. Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, he yeah. was in a ton of movies. But it was Glenn Campbell, who was really good friends with Elvis, and mm-hmm. used to do an Elvis impression, and then when Elvis died, he was like, I'm not doing it anymore, oh. but he did it for this I'm movie. I'm gonna do Meat Wedge impressions all the time after you die, implying oh, that I will die much sooner than you. Yes. Which is... Much later? Yeah. Yeah. No, sooner. <laughs> <laughs> My ghost... You'll die and then you'll retire. Like, How is your ghost already here? <laughs> Because my ghost impression of you will be so good. <laughs> Are there two meat wedges? <laughs> no, that's yeah. just the ghost of Bucket Snake. <laughs> my next note says, The Duke is so scary. Ah, oh, Uncle Dukey. Yeah. I guess we should talk about that whole live action part, though. Because I, I didn't I remember that there was live action in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is the only movie that Don Bluth has ever done that has live action in it. Yeah. And, and someone... it was his first directing debut. Nice. He'd never directed live action before. Someone asked him afterwards if he would which he would rather do and he said i feel like animation is way easier yeah probably so he said he would he would never want to do not that he would never but he would much rather do animation anything. i don't yeah he didn't ever do it again did he nope. live action yeah <laughs> which first and only <laughs> yep he did the the scene at the end um was inspired by the success of who framed roger rabbit yeah i feel the there were a couple sources that said that he wanted to make a family friendly who framed roger rabbit gotcha that's also why Goldie looks the way she does. Yeah, she is modeled Jessica after Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is like, stop. She's so sexy and not like in a good way. No. She's like, okay, man, tone it down. Yeah, they did tone it down. Ugh, that's true. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Anyway, the Duke is scary. There's live action. He is. We were right about all the rain and the flooding. You were right. I yeah. Just, I just remembered rain. Um, That part was upsetting, but mm-hmm. fine. It was fine. Just dark, rainy, scary. Yeah. Giant tree comes through the wall. Giant I owl. Read that they made the the Grand Duke's magic into a bunch of colors and geometric shapes mm-hmm, so that it, it wouldn't be too scary. Too scary, yeah. If Test audiences were like, color. this is terrifying. It is terrifying, yeah. but I guess it would be scarier if it was just one color. Yeah. I so I have here's the other big question that I have. Okay. That I go back to a bunch of times. Why is the Grand Duke sweating? chanticleer at all if he's that magical yeah i don't know at the end of the movie he grows That's like five stories point. and turns into a tornado yeah same and ter- creates a magic <laughs> hammer that smashes chanticleer into the ground and it's like just take him out man like what well, he had yeah. to hire a shifty rooster guy yeah, to you come broke fight through him. the live yeah. world cartoon world barrier yeah <laughs> the only thing i could think would be that like the maybe it's like a kryptonite situation where like the longer that it's dark hmm. the more powerful he becomes maybe but that that's never addressed if that right. is the case yeah yeah why does he have magic at all yeah because he's the only one who does true and then why is he so worried about jean de claire yeah if... why does he have magic yeah he just does why did i never question why he had... i was just like yeah that, that he's fucking the grand owl duke. is magical yeah the grand duke of owls yes yeah uncle dookie <laughs> i used to work at a dog hotel and the our resident dog trainer had a dog he had a mastiff hmm. named duke 
And mm. anytime I took him outside, I would be like, come on, Uncle Dookie. Oh. And I would imagine him being like, don't call me Dookie. <laughs> so. um, yes. Yeah. I know I already said this, but Edmund is just so cute and reminds me of Catbug. Yeah. Just how Catbug is like little... voiced by an actual little kid. Yeah. And, you know, rather than an adult pretending to be little. I just, I love the little kid things that he does to help. Like he's like in bed and he's like, no, I can help. He, yeah. First off, he opens the book and he's like, Chanticleer will help us. Yes. Um, But then he's like, you know what? Chanticleer's not here. I need to, help. I need to bring Chanticleer back. I'm going to put on my coonskin hat. And my rain boots to yep. open this window. Yes, <laughs> genius. He's just he's you know a kid. he's yeah. just a li- yeah he's like in his brain he's like these are the things that will yeah I help read out. um a review I don't remember which one but it was like something about how he's like too cute and like his lisp makes it hard to understand what he's saying. Get out of here. Yeah, and like they're forcing cuteness upon the audience or whatever and i was like no, no he's, he's just cute, cute. Yeah, yeah he's just a little kid this is the first movie he's ever been in yeah he's and he didn't normal. really do much afterwards no yeah he's a rapper now excuse me yeah he's a rapper uh he lives in la and he's a rapper he just goes by toby his name is toby scott ganger and he just goes by the name toby mm. i was looking at his twitter today but could not really figure out what he's about <laughs> so <laughs> that's so cute yeah for him. that's cute for him yeah what happens next after um, the grand duke comes in and turns edmund into a little kitten a little cat that's then... a thing that after my mom and i rediscovered this movie mm. um that we would say to each other all the time is i'm all fooey yeah is it so fooey. cute oh no right jeepus it is so cute i love it and then he's like i have to put on clothes yeah yeah these are my pants he's like oh no Yep. It's freaking adorable. Very cute. Um, they did the classic every single movie thing of there's four characters and one of them's a girl. Yes. But she the kicks feminist ass. mouse is what she, she kept being referred to. Awesome. Peepers <laughs> kicks ass. Yeah, she's great. She refuses to be bullied. Oh, it, here's another thing that I love is Snipes's lack of redemption arc. See, I have a whole thing in here about Snipes. Yeah. Why the fuck is he there? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He starts off as a dick. He is self-centered. He's lazy. He's in the way. Yeah. He's misogynistic. And he stays that way yeah. through the do- whole movie. He doesn't help. He contributes nothing. He eats lasagna a lot. He's not, but he's, like, as far as the writing goes, like, I still don't, I, like, he's not comedic relief. Because, nope. A, he's not very funny. Nope. And, B, like, I feel like Hunch is the comedic relief. Yep. Snipes is just there. And, Snipes- and I don't, I, I didn't go back but I can't remember him even getting into the toy box, like him deciding that he's going. Like, he just appears in the toy box scene. No, he's excited to go to the city, because he loves the lights. But and he's the... flying outside of the toy box oh, that's when they true. leave. Yeah. And then he's suddenly inside it. Yeah, because he's just like, I'll just, I'll go. Yeah. Because he can fly. But then, yeah, once he just decides, like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go lay in a hammock in the toy box. Like, he yeah. sucks. <laughs> that toy box scene is, A, terrifying, and yep. B, confusing as fuck. Yeah. Because they keep changing sizes. Yes! <laughs> I have so, so many disorienting. notes that it happens throughout the movie where yeah. like, yeah, the toy box changes size where it's like, oh, it's a regular size toy box and they're all in it. Or suddenly it's like the size of a ship and they're right. running from one side to another. Yeah. Or like, how much bigger is Pinky than Chanticleer? Dunno. Because it keeps changing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the Duke. And I know that he gets bigger at the end. Well, I mean, even all the owls are just disproportionately sized, I yes. think. Because like, they're around pigs. Yeah. And full-grown pigs are fucking big. Yeah. 
And these owls are like way bigger than the pigs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, everything just keeps. Yeah, the sizing is disorienting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That scene, though, is really scary. Yeah, he's so like you can see holes. why it's stuck in my brain. Yeah. Because his terror is palpable in that yeah. scene. You're just like, but so also Patu like doesn't really react. Patu doesn't react through the whole movie. Yeah, he's just like when hey, they're man. hanging off the water tower. Patu's like, well, I guess this is it. Yeah, he doesn't react ever. <laughs> he's never upset about anything. Bill Harris is like, this is my last movie, you guys. Right, Can we just like, like calm down? Old and tired. Can we just do a movie where I'm in a hammock and a toy box, please? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was funny that like. Tiny Peepers is, like, trying to save the day in the toy box. And Patu is just like, hey. Hey. Snipes. Calm down. Don't do that, We're rocking dude. the boat. Yeah. They are rocking the boat, yeah. We're underwater. What do you, what? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that part is just scary. It is. Yeah, with all the owls trying to attack them. and But Edmund, again, Edmund and Peepers, mm-hmm. saving the day. Saving the day. Yeah, Peepers is the real hero of this movie. Oh, truly. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, I made a note here that says, I was definitely right about the owls being terrifying. Because mm-hmm. they're so scary. They are. I think we're up to the part where they get to the city. I wrote, why are there no humans? Like, I get that Edmund is a cat because Uncle Dookie turned him into one, but why is the whole city full of animals? Oh, right, because Edmund hit his head and is slowly dying in his room. Yes. It's <laughs> all a fever dream. Just, taking care just to add another layer place. to this complicated sort of, like, plot is that, like, oh, it was all a dream. LOL. But everyone just, hates that trope. It's true. It just it just didn't seem necessary. Yeah. Well, and I, it was confusing to me. I had to work my way through it after I finished this. It was like, how come... Edmund and Patu don't recognize each other. At the very least, Edmund should recognize this dog as a dog that he has loved his whole life. Right. And then I realized at the end, it's because these farm animals don't live on this farm. Mm. They just sort of live on a farm. Uh Uh-huh. Theoretical farm. Yes. And so Chanticleer is bringing up the sun for all farms? Because, like, when you get to... (laughs) The world's farms. Right. When you get to the city... (laughs) It's like and a it, your mom joke. Like, it's not about, like, your mom. <laughs> yeah. It's not about your farm. <laughs> exactly. Well, when it gets to the city and you see the newspapers, it keeps talking about, like, it just keeps saying, like, farms. So it's not just yeah. this one farm that's being affected. It's all of them. Or at least the ones in the area. Yeah. Also, there's a, like, on one of the papers where it's uh, talking about the flooding, there's, like, a tiny side article that says, barns full of dolphins. <laughs> Which I'd never I did noticed not before. See that. <laughs> um, I wish there was a dolphin character just to yeah. fucking add to the weird. Just keeps soup. showing up to like help the yeah. pigs or whatever. Just brings a, fl- a flashlight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's because that's what I was like. How come Edmund isn't like Patu? It's me. You know, yeah. Patu's clearly an old dog, so it would have right. been like around. So they don't know each other from before because these farm animals do not live on the same farm as Edmund. It's just a theoretical fever dream. From the story that yeah, so these are all the animals from the story, so they don't they don't exist at all. So, so the movie's not real, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's literally all just in Edmund's head because yeah. he is. It's a cartoon. It's not real. He is slowly dying. Side <laughs> note about cartoons. When I was a kid, I remember. I distinctly remember having the dumbest thought of my life. Okay, so I was watching. I don't remember what some cartoon, right? Like you do as a child. Yeah, and something happened very dangerous to one of the cartoon characters that would have killed a person. Okay. And my little brain was like, wow, if cartoons aren't real, how do they have stunt doubles? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> like, who is who is filling in for these cartoons so they don't get hurt? Because they're not real, so they can't, like... And then, like, everything in my brain was just like, Oh, cartoons aren't real! <laughs> anyway, I never got That's much incredible. smarter than that, so... <laughs> Here we are. That's fair. <laughs> oh, the dumbest thought that I've ever had in my life. Great. I was as an adult. <laughs> I was driving and I saw a car where like the passenger side door was had clearly been replaced because it was a completely different color. Yeah. And I was like, how can you never see cars with replacement parts that are the same color as the car? And then <laughs> I just had to like pull over. <laughs> From the sheer, like, oh. You just stop in the middle of the road. Yeah. And, like, a traffic like, cop I'm comes sorry, up and I is am... like, ma'am. And you're like, I just was thinking. <laughs> I just had the stupidest, th- I have to process this. I'm embarrassed for myself. So, anyway. Anyway, back to the movie. Back to the movie. Full of smart barnyard animals. They are, man, they're doing their best. Okay, yeah, so they're in the city. I, I was, <laughs> what does Hunch carry in his little bag? A multi-tool. Oh, yes, true. It's very Survivor Man of him. Yes. And he's um, very bad at flying. He's he's very yeah, bad at... Yeah, let's talk about Hunch for a second. Everything. Is he... Okay, he's the comedic relief. Yes. Is he, like, a sympathetic character? I, I didn't like him. No. No, you, you don't want to like him, him to succeed. I don't think so. He's okay. still bad. Yeah. I love the way that he giggles through his sentences. Yeah. <laughs> That makes me so happy. Yeah. His little like vocabulary thing that he does. But, oh yeah. That, but no, I don't think that's you're a cute little to like, like him. trope of him trying to remember words. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the scene, they get to the city and they're like looking around and blah blah blah, and then it cuts to um, the best song in the movie, right? The one the frog bouncers sing. No, the the we hate <laughs> the sun. My favorite. The oh, we hate yeah. the sun sequence. Yeah. yeah. I love that, and it reminded me of. Uh, be prepared from Lion King. Mm, like it's mm-hmm. the same like sort of plot dynamic type yeah. thing. But I just really I thought that was really fun. Yes. Um, All the songs that and I hope I didn't read anything that it was somebody different. So the just picturing Christopher Plummer Yeah, it was singing it was sung these by songs yeah. make me so yeah. happy. Because he just seems like <laughs> such a like proper yeah. dude. Yeah. And then he's, he's playing does this... such a good job though. Yeah. Like I think I know that it's bad, but I think the Grand Duke is my favorite character. I do like him so much and he's so like the way he's like such a grandma you know and he like what does he do in his free time he bakes yeah he does embroidery yeah he uh, you know he's just like sitting around like he plays the organ he just does grandma things okay can we talk about the scene with the adequate pipe yes the the aqueduct pipe yes Um, (laughs) adequately yes (laughs) (laughs) and so you know hunch flies in he's been assigned to kill them on their way to the city mm-hmm. and he comes in and he, and he tells the grand duke he tells uncle dookie, uncle dookie that um he put them down an adequate pipe yes and then the duke is like you put them down an aqueduct pipe and that goes straight to the city and yeah. he like turns him into he has a giant penis for a head i don't know he does have there's a seat where he like straight or he falls over or whatever and the pink part is a hat that was not a hat. It separates from his head. No, nope. they, they come apart. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's a little, he's a little green man with a tiny. Because gr- Hunch is always wearing a hat. Yeah. So it's his. Well, and he t- he turns him into like embarrassing other type birds. Yeah, whenever but they're he's always mad wearing at a hat. That was not a hat. If it was, it was a dick hat. <laughs> yes. He's at a bachelorette party. Make him look strip like club. a wiener. Yes, but yeah, a very I don't know. sick wiener. I we do have to not put. Know what we'll that we'll is. put it in the show notes. Yeah, I wrote down like. 
at what moment it happens in the movie, if you go back and watch it, it's at 24 minutes and 23 seconds. And it is very obvious. And I can't believe I didn't see any notes about it anywhere. <laughs> Everyone has collectively decided to ignore and or erase that from their brains. But I feel like in Disney movies, people are like watching with fucking binoculars being That's like, true. where's the dick in Coming the movie? Through, yeah. That one, I don't know. Is this Don Bluth's nod to... Uh... <laughs> He's like, hey, I used to work at Disney. I know how to slip dicks in there. <laughs> Don Bluth, slipping dicks since 19... Whatever. I'm sorry, Don Bluth. I'm sorry I said that about you. (laughs) It's just so obvious. Yeah. It's not an accident. It takes forever to animate this shit. Somebody drew a dick for hours and hours. (laughs) (laughs) He just looks like a... I mean, it does look like a dick. It's just like... It has balls. Alien thing. (sighs) It's awful. It is. But anyway, I did think there was a funny, like... When he was like, how am I going to get to the city? It's so bright. And yeah. I won't be able to make it. Yeah. And he gives him those sunglasses and they just look like Jim Jones sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know if that was on purpose, but I was just like, here, take my Jim Jones sunglasses. <laughs> that I just carry around all the time. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. He's an owl. Well, okay. If you can just wear sunglasses, though, why don't any of the owls that are trying to get the pigs with the flashlight just, just wear sunglasses? Yeah, because they have those pigs they have, have one, one flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. And then he's like sending him into like... the entire city. I mean, yeah. although it's been established that Uncle Dookie does not care about Hunch's well-being. So is it enough to... That's no, true. Probably not. But, I mean, it seems to work. He flies right into the city with no problem. Yeah. And he's, like, inside. I do he's love... climbing up all the The, things. like, would it be murder <laughs> if I murdered... <laughs> charity. Your charity. If I murdered my nephew. <laughs> so cute. That was cute. Um, so, yeah. So then Uncle Dookie calls Pinky and says, Hey, look out for this bird and dog and cat and mouse combo. Yes. <laughs> and so rather than screen at the door, you right. just go, rather no than... dogs, cats, birds, or mice. Yeah. <laughs> None. Complete. And so in a in a truly entrepreneurial shift, they're like, all right, we're selling penguin suits at the door, which a penguin is a bird. Yeah. And but... I did love that all of the bodyguard henchmen were frogs. Yeah. They're bouncers. Yeah. It just reminded me of um, the Ninja Turtles a bit, too. Yeah. Yeah, they just look like they would be in... Like Ninja Turtle characters. I guess they're toads. They're like big ugly toads. Yeah. But no dogs, cats, boys, amuses. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And the, the little song that they sing where they're like, we'll bounce you if uh-huh. you don't like your face. Yeah. So Very good. Very cute. There was a lot more music. Like, I know that this is, you know, he is based on Elvis, but like, there's so much music in this mm-hmm. movie and it's all fun. And they're just like little songs. It's like, this yeah. song's like 15 seconds. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, they're cute. Yeah. I was listening to the soundtrack while I was typing my notes this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And the show, the show that Chanticleer does is great. I wrote, wow, look at that jumpsuit. Never seen one before. <laughs> like it in my life. <laughs> yep. Could not guess. What hairdresser colored his or the Oh, man. Hair just, black. That's shoe polish. It was yeah. probably just pinky. That's He's true. like, here you go. This is all I have. Yeah. Because like, it changes back. Yeah. And you can't just wet. get black hair dye out of there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But this is when we meet Pinky and Goldie and that whole subplot. Yep. Plot. Which, I mean, main plot. for 90s. For a 90s lady in a movie, Goldie has a pretty good, you know... Yeah, like it... a moral compass yeah. sort of... Yeah. yeah, she she figures out, you know, pretty soon, like, oh, this is... Yeah, I've I, been led astray. I did like that her um, initial feeling about Chanticleer wasn't like, oh my god, he's so hot. She was, like, jealous. Yeah. she wanted to also be successful. Yeah. Which I thought was, you know, yeah. better. What's he got that I ain't got? Oh. <laughs> she's so cute. She is and cute. She, all she's like, I'm better than this. I want to be a star. I have yeah. the potential. I did not like 
her singing voice though no it was like her too... voice is awful yeah her voice is fine as a character but like i didn't feel like her singing voice matched her yeah talking voice or even like the character that she was playing it's just like too breathy yeah sexy yeah. i don't know it's too sexy just didn't fit yeah too sexy that's what people always say about me speaking of things that are what? not sexy at all <laughs> hey <laughs> when chanticleer says I feel like I'm going to explode like a bloated lamb. I wrote that down. My heart is so full. I could just explode like a bloated lamb. Goldie goes, oh, King, you're so romantic. (laughs) No, that's disgusting. (laughs) I sat there and typed that that out because I was like, Jesus. Yes. Yep. Bloated lamb, my dude. Oof. And then Patu calls her a painted feather duster. Rude. Yeah. You don't even know her. Patu has four brain cells left. (laughs) Just give him a break. <laughs> yeah oh here's an i made another note about the size disparity because P- goldie's like here's a tissue and it is as big as that cat oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean he's a kitten but like yeah what <laughs> i also love that like so pinky tells goldie also to be on the lookout for these people and mm-hmm. that it for these animals and if she sees a kitten that he's bad but who was like oh no a terrible kitten yeah oh he's so cute yeah. and bad <laughs> Well, at first, too, she's nice to him at first. Like, oh, you poor thing. Here, yeah. I have it. And then she's like, you're that bad little kitty. Oh, <laughs> she's so sexy, even in the wrong parts. I hate too it. Too sexy. Too much. Yeah. But um, then she, you know, she's like, oh, maybe, hmm, perhaps I have been led astray. Well, so that part is before she falls in love with him. Which yeah. is like the, that scene back at his place. Yeah. Which. <sighs> the kissing and cooing. If scene. I could have a couch oh, swing. Yes. I have. Yeah, I remember yeah. very distinctly seeing that as a child and being like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> With like the vines and the flowers and it looks like, oh my god, even oh, though they god. almost fall off. Yes. So many times and yeah. they're so high up. I guess they're birds. They're fine. I'm sure Chanticleer can fly with the way his body is made. <laughs> yeah, he's got really strong arms. That's fine. <laughs> Goldie is not a chicken though. She's a pheasant. She's a pheasant. But a pheasant can fly. But yeah, so she- they fall in love in that scene, mm-hmm. which I wish you could kind of like you can't really understand them very well. Yeah. They're like doing cutesy little... Yeah, the song's hard to understand. Half of it gets cut out because we keep cutting back to yeah. the crew, like trying to there could yell have been, at them. I feel like there could have been some good like development there of like why they fall for each other sort of thing. But yeah. once, once she realizes that he's like not a bad guy. Yeah. Like when he explains, you know, he's like, I've been alone and adrift since... I got run off the farm, yeah. and I finally feel like yeah. I found somebody so that I'm not alone. <laughs> but yeah, no, there could have been more there. But yeah, I mean, it's fine. But once she realizes that she loves him, she's like, oh, I should have told him. Yes. You know, about the yeah the kitten. Yeah. The kitten. The kitten. It's yeah. a bad little kitty. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then when she does, like, I'm so proud of Chanticleer for, like, he, he truly is a himbo. But, like. <laughs> I love that word. I do, too. But he's trying so hard, you know. He's yeah. like he's mad at her for like one second. Yeah. Um. And then they're on that motorcycle, and he's she's like, you know, I'm sorry, I should have. He says, "Don't talk to me. I'm thinking." Yeah. And I love that because yeah. he's just like. And then so, he like he's like, "All right, if this were a live action, yeah, Brendan would, Fraser, yes, <laughs> <laughs> would be shot together. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's he he works it out, you know, where he's like, she is not the enemy here. She's yeah. She's clearly beholden to Pinky. Yeah. She's she did the best that she could. Pinky so. reminds me of also forgot to say he reminds me of the sheriff in Robin Hood. Yes, Let's, I don't know if it's just the way they're dressed, but they're both foxes, aren't they? No, 
I don't know what the sheriff of Nottingham is. He's just some kind of... He might be a wolf. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a wolf. I think yeah. you're right. But, like, their outfits are the same. And, and their body shape, yeah, for sure. Yeah, shaped the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Big top, little bottom. Yes. Or maybe a caramel apple. I anyway. what kind of animal Pinky is. I thought he was a he, fox. I think he's a fox. Yeah. Because yeah. the implication being, you know, predatory to a yeah. chicken. Yeah. yeah. Which that one, we had to like back it up a little bit. That one scene where she's like, I want to be in the chorus. Or she says, I don't want to be in the chorus. Oh, God. And he's like, you could always quit showbiz. Yeah. And she's, oh, she pinky. is scandalized. And so it was like, is the Im- implication that I don't know she's it... just super horrified at the idea of not being in showbiz? Yeah. Or that he's like, or you could just quit being a singer and just be my girlfriend. And yeah. Well, I. It's slimy either. Yeah. It was very slimy. Yeah implied slime yeah because <laughs> it isn't outright but to me it seemed like he was suggesting that she could just go prostitute herself yeah yeah something like that where yeah. he's like there are other things that you could do for money that don't involve being a singer and right. she's just... but the way that she reacts it sort of sounds like he's maybe brought it up before yeah and the way that he like talks to her like yeah it just sort of gave me the the impression that he was like you know i'll just i'll just take care of you like i'll pay for everything yeah. if and she's just like pinky how dare you the pink. so i it would be interesting to know how she got how they got connected at all yeah the two of them that's the prequel yeah the goldie pheasant story oh yeah. yeah i'd watch it so sean declares like don't talk to me i'm thinking i, yes. I like that line so much yeah don't talk to me i'm thinking and he realizes he's like you know when they're on the motorcycle trying to film a movie suddenly. Yeah. yeah yeah well i i do think it's another elvis because mm-hmm. elvis was in a ton of movies yeah so i think they're just like yeah we'll make Hold this. this reference which like murray working on the crew and being in charge of the snow and everything and i'm mm-hmm. like murray's also the plane like the pilot <laughs> so it's a very yeah it's a very small operation right yeah, I mean, you can tell by the way they're filming that scene where yes. it's just like <laughs> the trees just circling yeah. around. It seems very dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Very chaotic, like the rest of the movie. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I was having like very weird, specific flashbacks of this movie. Yeah, while I was watching it. Like, I couldn't remember very many details, as we all recall from me talking about it a few minutes ago. Um, but I remember the way the Duke's beak moved. Hmm. And I remembered like Hunch cutting into the trailer. Yes, like With I remember like, just can that thing. that blade. Yes, you know, like very strong mm-hmm. connection to that one. It was Which really strange. My he brain cuts was a like, hole what? in it and then opens it. <sighs> yeah. Which is like, did he un- reach in and unlock it? He's still. Why did you open it? Just go through the hole you just cut. Yeah. It's fine. He's not very bright. He's, He's not meant not. to be. He's. Not, I know, but just yeah. his, even on the dumbest. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of that made any sense. No. So. He used his I think thumbs. I just trying to... His owl thumbs. <laughs> oh, and then they flash back to the farm at that part, just mm-hmm. to show all the little animals, like, being scared. Yeah. And Edmund calling, and them not knowing who Edmund is. When Edmund calls home just to be like, how's my family? Love that. Yeah. I guess that's another indicator that they're, like, not on the same farm. Even though that they're in his bedroom. Yeah. So, I mean, they should know, but I, I just think that the animals that are in his bedroom are so distracted and, yeah. and preoccupied that they're just like, what do you mean your family? Who are you talking about? So yeah. they don't know. That, yeah, they barely know Edmund. So it's just like, we don't know who those other people are. Like, right. We need batteries. We need, yeah. which. And then that's when the owls are at, like, 
the top all like standing around the open circle in the roof with the flashlight and they just yeah. go ha, 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 ha. no batteries <laughs> yes and then it just ends the scene yes which i got i got mad at that scene because i was like turn the flashlight off until you see that the owls are there. Quit yeah. leaving it on the whole time. Because yep. every time the owls get hit with that blast of light, it seems like they have to go kind of recoup for a little bit. Right. They so it's like, can't find any sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> Which, where do those owls live? It seems like it's kind of far away. It's a huge tree that they live in. Just That's true. A big enough right there. for an organ. Yeah. For the but again, Duke. another one of those things that keeps changing sizes. My next note says Peepers is the real hero of the movie with Peepers her kicks ass. helicopter flying. Yes. So this part of the movie, and I know it's also because I was sleepy, but like, so they are shooting the movie scene. Um, Chanticleer is like, let me think. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> and then what happened? They like, they're in the trailer. Oh, the four of them are tied up in the trailer because they got caught. Yes. And then. Hunch tries to get in there, but he ends up letting them out, right? Somehow? How do they get out of the trailer? I can't remember. Yeah. That it's Chanticleer, Chanticleer comes through the, sli- the sliding glass door. Yeah. And they're like, and Patu hits him with a pan. He's like, oh god, I killed him. Right. And then Edmund's like, not dead. He's not dead. Untie me. Yeah. How did they get down? I guess just from Hunch's... Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, Hunch yeah. accidentally let them down. Yeah. Hunch, he turns the fan on, and it spins oh, so much, and then right. the rope snap. Yeah. So then they're all... They're all back down and hunches. Yeah, trapped in the Murphy bed. Right. <laughs> God, because we said that's the only time when I was like, "Man, <laughs> poor Hunch, Ugh, just let <laughs> him just, have one just thing. Leave, dude. <laughs> let him kill Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't care. Let him kill Snipes. Yeah, but be like, ah, oh, small victory. We don't have to look at fucking Snipes anymore. Right, or hear his voice. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's bad. But so yeah, they then... get out and then they're on the water tower. Yeah. Because everyone's chasing them? Yes. So they, yeah, all the frogs, the frog bouncers and and Pinky and Murray are all chasing them. And then the water tower falls over and they all, because they have to go back for peepers because she falls off. Oh, yeah. Because she's trying to unhook the trailer from the Cadillac, which they are now driving. Yes. But she's like, like, I'll do it myself. storyboard for this. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, what? She's like, if you're too chicken to do it, I'll go do it myself. And then she ends up getting stuck on the trailer right and edmund's like we gotta go back for her turns that giant car around right and uh that's when they all end up climbing the because they crash the car climbing the water tower dragging sean to claire's ass the whole way yeah and then they fall off and peepers catches them with the plane with the helicopter rather. right yeah because they're like there's murray who's flying the plane yeah yeah those tiny little peepers yeah and then she was like help <laughs> yeah too small I've I've managed it this far, but yes, please come help me. Um, and then she just flies them back to the. She flies them back towards the farm. Yes, but then the helicopter crashes. Yeah, because of Hunch. Yeah, I don't remember that Hunch part. Flips all the switches. Oh, uh-huh. and Peepers is like, "We're going down," and even she does not sound very upset about it. It's very matter of fact, where she's like, "Well, yep, nobody." Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, worried oh, about dying. Well, so we just need the sun. Yeah, but I death is fine. Dying. Yeah, and then they get back to the farm. Uh huh. So. This is another thing about this movie is like that could feel like the ending. Yeah. You know, like that is a very climactic scene. It's long. Yeah. So much happens. Mm-hmm. 
And then they get back to the farm, and then there's a big battle. Yeah, with the Grand Duke. Well, because I mean, the whole point is that they have to bring Chanticleer back. Yeah, but and they could have just. I'm not saying that it needed to end there. I'm just saying that like it's like Lord of the Rings, where it's like there's seven endings. Yeah, you know, like it, it just keeps being the next ending. Yeah, but yeah, they get him back, and then the Grand Duke pulls some real Pennywise shit when he gets really big. Yeah, and his eyes go in different directions. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. Like, as an adult, I was like, this is fucking creepy. Yeah, that scene is a lot. That's like when Pennywise, like, opens his mouth and does the thing with the deadlights and his eyes are pointed in different directions. I mean, yeah, the Grand Duke is doing the deadlights at everybody, but they added sparkles, so it's fine. It's fine. And shapes. There's, like, stars and little swirlies and planets and stuff. Yeah, lucky charms <laughs> in the shit. Not at all. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, and then big battle. Uh-huh. Chanticleer gets stuck in the ground. Uh-huh. Edmund tries to save Chanticleer. Yes. He's like, I'm too scared. And then he has, like, this weird convoluted, like, flashback moment of everyone telling him that he's, like, too little to do stuff. Yeah. And that, like, motivates him to, like, try and save Chanticleer. Yeah, he goes into this weird place in his brain where yeah. he's, like, climbing it, like, through zooms a forest. into his brain all the way yeah. or something. And then yeah. he's like, no, that might happen before... Before Chanticleer gets stuck in the ground? Yeah, it happens. Because I said, what is this place that Edmund ends up in? Oh, his uh, imagination, I guess. And that's when he's like, we gotta go back for peepers. His imagination that's when he inside turns his fever dream? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that happens way earlier? I was thinking it happened once they got back to the farm. No. He because just... the Duke fucking strangles Edmund. Yeah. Just strangles him. Yep. Again, why is he sweating Chanticleer if he's... Magical and powerful. And can just strangle things. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Chanticleer also has an epiphany at some point. Mm -hmm. And then just... Well, that makes sense because he's, you know, he's been feeling so sad, so lonely that this group of people that he loved and thought loved him were all, after one time of him, like, not, we're all just like, get the fuck out. Yeah, and they start chanting his name. Yeah. Tattoo does. Yeah. That's right. Edmund is like, starts chanting... For right, and, and that's when he's like, "Shut Duke, up!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, strangles him. Yeah, and then Patu's like, he starts up the chant, and then everybody does it, and then that brings Chanticleer back. Yes, which that is so. He's just like singing, mm-hmm. like goes flying through the air. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so good. the Duke gets tiny. He's so small. He gets so little. His little boy, he's like, "Hunch, it's me, <laughs> Uncle Dookie." <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, uh, what's his name also did that part? Oh my god, I hope so. <laughs> this is Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Punch. Oh my god. That would make me so happy. Yes. He's, I want like a teeny tiny little stuffed like, Grand Duke. Mm. I just want to hold him. Yes. He's so cute. And because he, he gets like. The small one. Like, he's also chubby very too. chubby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's just like so round and small and Hunch is just like, oh yeah, revenge time. Yeah. So then the world goes back to normal. Yeah, everything goes back to normal. Snipes still sucks. Still. Has <laughs> learned nothing. Nothing. Does not grow. But honestly, like, you know. As a magpie. That's life. Sometimes people learn nothing. Sometimes they just continue to be. I didn't need to learn that when I was like six years old. There doesn't. Not everyone <laughs> needs to like redeem themselves towards the end. Snipes is just like, no, nah, I'm still here. Yeah. But he really. No. Does not help at all. My not... my biggest complaint about this movie is that he just, there's no reason for him to be there. No. Yeah. Nope. I don't understand the point of his character. Yep. But yeah. That's it. And then it goes back to Edmund, like, waking up and being, oh, it was all a dream. And mm-hmm. his mom being like, it's not real. 
Yeah. And then Edmund goes back into Cartoon Land yeah. for a reprise. Yep. How? And hanging out and watching Patu tie shoes. Yeah. Edmund yeah. needs to go to a hospital, I yes. think. <laughs> he is Something not well. is wrong. His brain is swollen. Yeah. Yeah. And that part I didn't really understand. Did he get hit with a tree branch? Is that what happened? I th- think so. I don't know. I, don't, I guess not. He goes and opens his window and his window's fine. Yeah. Maybe he's just asleep this whole time. It's not even... He nothing just like, bad happened to him. But then <laughs> I'm why... gonna save the farm! And then yeah. he just falls asleep. <laughs> he opens his window, so maybe he like... Well, I don't know. Why is he having a hard time waking up? Why is she so worried about the fact that he won't wake up? I don't know. Don't understand. But he woke up, and then he, he sang a little song. And he's fine. It's a very cute and happy ending. It really is. It was oh. satisfying. Like, I, I don't like the, like, it was a dream trope, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was satisfying for him to get to see them again. Yeah. You know, so that he got to feel like it wasn't all just... For nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He did help. He brought Chanticleer back. Which is the fourth ending of the movie. Yes. Fourth and final. (laughs) It's really over this time. Yes. Patu's gonna sing a song about learning how to tie his shoes. Yes. Which is so cute. Very cute. (laughs) Little Patu. Yeah. But that's such a funny thing, too. Like, everything else going on, there's also this sub-sub-subplot of Patu learning to tie his shoes. Yep. (laughs) Which is perfect. Yeah. So... It was a good movie. It was so much fun. Clearly a replay. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I think I might actually also uh, buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Because I want to watch it a lot. I did write, I think it's funny that like at the time that it came out, like we were kind of saying earlier compared to the other movies that came out Mm -hmm. near it, like wasn't up to par with all of that. But like now that we have like, I don't know, like some distance on it was like, I don't know, such a weird time for being like, ooh, what are they going to do next? Like, what's the newest thing in animation? Like, oh, wow, look how they did that. We got computer graphics, blah, blah, blah. But now that we've, like, seen all that, and we can, like, go back w- and look at it with, like, some distance on everything, it, like, adds more charm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love hand-drawn animation and not using yeah computers all mm-hmm. the time. I know. Even though it takes a movie, like, 12 years to get made. That's but, true. You know. But, that, yeah. It just looks really good. What was your favorite song in the movie? I think the Frog Bouncers yeah. little song. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> we Hate the Sun is have... my favorite. Yeah. yeah. All their songs are good. Yeah. All the owl songs are great. Their little coordinated dance that they do. It's just, it's all so good. Yeah. Uh, who's the main character? Edmund, uh, Edmund. or Chanticleer? No, definitely not Chanticleer. <laughs> Chanticleer's, he's not barely in the movie, but... He's definitely not the main character. Yeah. I did. I feel like that also added to it being a little more like of a confusing story because it kind of has, I mean, it feels like they're pushing Chanticleer to also be a main character. Yeah. You know, so it kind of feels like there are two main characters. Yeah. But we don't. On different plot lines almost. Yeah. We don't know very much about him. I mean, he's seemingly beloved, but then. Yeah. He's a chicken. He's a chicken. He's he's a rooster. That's what we know. Yes. My last question. Mm Mm-hmm. Did the plot make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. With the sun. The, the yeah. sun was the only confusing part. Because mm-hmm. it does. Does it come up or does it not? Come up without him. Yes. Which that, the way that that one animal says, it's coming up without him. Yeah. Lives in my brain. <laughs> and will forever. Here. So. Yeah. But, uh. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. Except for that part, which Don Bluth explained. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he did. I mean, he it made sense to him, so I get it. Sure. Through his yep. vision. So it's based on a play, like we kind of mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, which 
also Don Bluth saying that we just made up the story. I know. It's like, I read the plot synopsis of the play and it is very close. Is it? Yeah. I mean, obviously there's not like the the chicken becoming like a Elvis character <laughs> right. in 1902 or whatever, but yeah. But at the end, I'm just going to read this little like part about the play. Okay. Chanticleer is at first distraught but then realizes that the farm still needs his crowing, because without it, people and animals will sleep and not realize another day has begun. The spiritual dawn brought about by his singing repels the bleak spiritual night that provides cover for the birds of prey. Oh. And I wish that they had, like, gotten that across somehow. Yeah. You know, that, like, his crowing is more of, like, a message of hope. It's a new day. The sun is up. The the bad birds are gone away. You know, rather than just, like, yeah, for his own, like, pride i guess yeah you know he's yeah he so that the farm realizes even if the sun came up without him we still need him for that yeah like yeah. hey we all made it through the night we're all right everybody get up and do your jobs and we're all yeah. here together yeah i like that That's i know so cute i just wish that they had been able to convey that somehow you know yeah. without being like without petu having to narrate it but i feel like if you can imply slime then you can imply some sort of hope <laughs> you know yes. in your clever movie writing sort of way yeah those are all of my questions yeah did it make you cry no yeah (laughs) did it make you cry it did when (laughs) um but i don't know if i was if it would have i was feeling like sort of sad when i watched it anyway yeah so i don't know if i would have cried normally but when peeper said you know snipes goes he was a little boy which Mm -hmm. is like yeah he told you a thousand times man yeah but then peeper says he was a handsome little boy and i was like (laughs) well (laughs) peepers that's and she's just, just like Edmund. I don't know what it just got. She's just like, cause she's the mouse know. thinks the boy is handsome. It just it got me. And so yeah, I do think that uh, on a normal day, maybe I think I was just weepy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I was just like, oh god, Edmund. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it is sad. They do think that he died. Yeah. Which yeah. there's another children's movie where they think a beloved character has died. It happens in every movie, I think. Yeah, and the, but then like. I guess, I wonder if they're like, oh, Edmund's back in the reprise, you know? Yeah. Or if they're like, oh, Edmund's ghost. <laughs> That's true, because he kind of fades out, so if they're just like, where that, did he just die? Yeah. Where does his body go as far as- I have a lot of questions. The animals are concerned. Yeah. Is he just still laying there? Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Confusing. Yeah, no, it did not make me cry. Okay. That's fair. Did you find any fun facts? I did, uh- Eddie Deason, who voiced Snipes, mm-hmm. never saw this movie. Because <laughs> he knew how useless he yeah, was. He's like, why was I even there? Yeah. Has never seen it. That's really funny. Yeah. Pinky is based on Elvis Presley's actual manager, oh. Colonel Tom Parker. Nice. Who was also slimy. Yeah. Um, And he, I was reading about him, like, on Wikipedia, and he is a very interesting character. Um, He is a Dutch immigrant, but nobody knew he was an immigrant for a long time because he was not an official U.S. citizen. He came to this country because he jumped off a ship. Oh, nice. And then um, kept his, like, immigrant status a secret for a long time. It has never been proven, but he possibly left the Netherlands because he was had ties to a murder. Oh. And he was like, I can't go back there because I might be arrested for murder. Um, And also, because of him and his fear of leaving the united states and being extradited yeah elvis never toured outside of the united states oh word i thought it was just because they hadn't invented travel yet (laughs) (laughs) nope he um 
Yeah, Tom Parker would not let him tour overseas because he himself was afraid of leaving the country. He didn't have to go. I know. <laughs> Can't let Elvis out of my sight. Yeah. So, but he discovered Elvis in 1955 and made him yeah. who he was. So, yeah. Huh. He's an interesting dude, but. Uh, that is interesting. Kind of sucks. Maps of about. Yeah, the movie takes place in 1959. John Bluth is Mitt Romney's half cousin. Oh, I don't know what that means. Weird. I don't know how you be a half cousin. Must be a Mormon thing. Interesting. So that's really. Oh, and then my my last fun fact is that the owl minions mm-hmm. all have names. Oh. And their names are Oric, Fred, Furrow, <laughs> Blue, Vertigo, and Varric. I love all of that. I know, but yeah. they 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 never get named in the movie. They right. just have names. Yeah. Just to keep track of. Yeah. Probably rather mm-hmm. than like. Uh, you need to redraw this wing on L5 because it yeah. looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, which one was number five? <laughs> you know, vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Varric. Yeah. His feathers are looking a little weird today. Oh, yeah. So those are... That's fun. All the fun facts. Those are fun. Yeah. Tell um, me about all the stuff that got cut out. Well, there's just the one deleted scene. Yeah. Um, And I'm looking at my list while you're going through yours. We've talked about a bunch of the things that I have listed, like... Hunch having a dickhead. Yeah. Goldie's cleavage being too sexy. Oh. Yeah, after showing test audiences said that she was too sexy, they went back in and added feathers on. That's why her, like, shirts or shirt top are so feathery, is because she has cleavage. Oh, but wow. But they went back in and covered it up. That makes sense as to why there's, like, a like a blooper sort of thing. Not mm-hmm. a blooper, but, like, a mistake. I guess blooper. Um, at the end where her outfit changes colors. Oh, yeah. And that's probably why, because they were going back in and adding feathers yeah. to it. It was like, <laughs> forgot which feathers! <laughs> what color her outfit was towards the end. Yes. Um, and also Patu's narration being added on was yeah. because people felt that the story was hard to follow. Mm-hmm. So they added that on. Okay. But the deleted scene is on YouTube. We can put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah. So people can watch it. Yeah. Warning, it is dark. It's very dark. And, like, I know that the rest of the movie has a lot of, you know, dark overtones and, and stuff like that, but it is, like, out of place dark. Yeah. Like, um, so it it is in the scene right before Hunch flies in to tell the Duke that he has, like, gotten rid of them down the adequate pipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But before he flies in... What was cut out is the Duke being in his kitchen baking. Yeah. Uh, Which someone had a note where they were like, can't handle flashlights, can't handle sunlight. He's hanging out by this giant fire. Yeah, the fire is The fine. whole time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Fair. So he's baking because he's a grandma. Yeah. Wearing an apron and yep. everything. But he's baking a live baby skunk. Yes. That is drawn just like the skunk from Bambi. Yeah. So I don't know if this is like a thing against disney that he's trying to fit in there but he like batters it yeah while it's it talking it's talking to him saying please don't eat me yeah it pop it like he puts it in the pie and then like lays the crust over top of it and it pops his little head back out again and he just like pokes it back down yeah while and, crying and the duke is bawling weeping and singing about how it makes him cry yes yeah and then he just puts the skunk pie in the oven yep Alive, little baby skunk pleading not to be baked into a pie. It's so dark. Yeah. And the crying. Yeah. Adds this weird other, like, psychotic element that's yeah. like. Like, he doesn't want to do it. 
But he, I don't know. It's very strange. It is really weird. Is it a baby skunk, though? Because his voice is really deep. I don't think and that they, I, th- I feel like that voice is not the voice that was intended to be the final voice. It almost feels like. Just like a placeholder. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like Christopher Plummer either. No. So it's maybe it's just the storyboard stage or whatever. Yeah. Just so that they can get the, like, animation. Yeah. Correct or whatever. <sighs> yeah. It was rough. Um, I yeah. did, I read about it, which apparently they took it out, not necessarily because it was too dark, but because it was in the movie when they presented it to test audiences and someone sent Don Bluth a note that most cases of child abuse happen in the kitchen. Oh God. And involve baking instruments. Jesus. Yeah. So someone sent Don Bluth that message and he said, oh, I'll take it out. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't find any stats. I looked a little bit to see if I was like, where do you get this information? But I mean, just the fact that somebody was like, Hey, this might be true. And he was like, fair yeah that's I'll nice remove. but yeah. it was also too dark yeah though i mean the whole thing's fucked up but yeah. yeah god anyway i'm glad that wasn't in there i don't think i would have as good memories about Same. the movie yeah if it was. me too that was just like too- i mean he implies that he's gonna eat the other animals alive like you know he says he turns edna yeah, he into wants, a cat because they're them. more digestible yeah and then they set up the table on the roof and they're like yeah we're gonna eat you mm-hmm. and then he's just like hey pass the pork <laughs> poor stewie's just like what me yeah um so i mean you know there's a but there's just something about this little skunk being like please don't bake me into a pie i don't know yeah i'm i too i'm glad that it got cut out yeah too much yes yeah that's all of the interesting changes okay it was scheduled for release thanksgiving 1991 but that was also when beauty and the beast came out and five goes west um which Bluth did the original Fievel, uh-huh. um, but he didn't work on the sequel, which I didn't realize until I was reading about this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can't tell, I don't feel. Yeah, they're in the same spirit. Yeah, so it ended up coming out in April of 1992. It cost $18 million to make, but it only made $11 million. Yeah. It was it like a was... real big flop. Yeah. he Don Bluth had a lot of flops in a row. Um... Yeah, he kept like, I was trying to understand all of the different animation companies that he had yeah, worked with. Yeah, kept moving around. But, like, it would be like, oh, well, this one went bankrupt, and then this company bought it, and then they released his movie, and that made them go bankrupt, and then this, and then... I don't... It's just kind of sad. Yeah. He had yeah. a lot of... And then he released Anastasia, which yes. was very popular. Thumbelina? Very successful. Thumbelina was, like, not as... But he did both. hmm Yeah. Yeah, and they were all... And he also did a pebble, the pebble and the penguin, which... Right. Also not good. Yeah. And we will do an episode about that. I don't think I've... I did watch it, I think. Um, yeah. I did watch it. But. It has a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's not. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, But it also is just like, what? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening in this movie? It so. is a, just such a weird concept for a children's movie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's very dark and scary. Yeah. But I don't know. Something about it. It's just very like, ugh. the plot for the play that, where they get most of the ideas is on Wikipedia. If y'all want to look it up, it's just called Chanticleer the play or whatever. Yeah. It's spelled um, differently, I think. But... It just has one E. Yeah. It's pretty close yeah. to the same spelling. Um, instead of Chanticleer. Right. It's just Which, Chanticleer. In that scene at the end where they're all chanting Chanticleer, there's about five different pronunciations <laughs> among the animals. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's funny. <laughs> some of them are saying Chanticleer. Some of them are saying Chanticleer. Like, it's uh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, the, the French play is... It's funny because it is about a chicken. Okay. And... 
there is there are people dressed as like it's barn it's all barnyard animals which okay. was very strange at the time to yeah. do so the reception for the play wasn't great either <laughs> Um, so for them to be like, let's do a movie based on this yes. not popular play. Right. But it is also basically a play about a chicken who thinks that when he, or a rooster, that thinks that when he crows, the sun comes up and then he finds out that it doesn't. And yeah. then, you know, it's it's basically the same thing, except the Goldie character um, is the one who's trying to keep him from crowing hmm. because she wants him to love her more than he loves the sun oh and she is jealous of his like clear commitment to this <laughs> yeah it's very strange interesting <laughs> yeah but there are no like there's a magpie i think but the magpie is a bad character okay um but there there aren't any like i don't think they're like the owl grand duke that kind of thing hmm. yeah so it's very strange he's like we kind of made the story up no, it's they like half made. It's up. very close. If you, yeah. yeah, yeah, if you look it up on Wikipedia, it's not a very long like explanation. Okay, it's interesting to see all of the ways that they relate. Yeah, but I wish. Here's what I wish. Yes, replay. First of all, rewind, rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they really missed an opportunity because it is based on a French play, and they do use some of the names to make it more New Orleans related. I think that would have been a lot cooler sure instead of this like is it in vegas is it in nashville kind of yeah thing? it's just sort of yeah that's not, i mean i i've always gotten very vegas vibes from it and i yeah. mean you know elvis yeah exactly vegas but elvis nashville yeah yeah <laughs> so it could go either way that's true but i just think that they kind of miss an opportunity to make it very like new orleans and like creole you know and play off of the but french things jazz and this is rock and roll well but it could also be like a rock and roll versus jazz sort of thing or you know like they could they could have done it differently is all i'm yeah. saying yeah yeah and i don't know i really liked edmund the character but i think it would have been a easier to digest child's movie plot mm -hmm. if it was just about the barnyard animals and they didn't bring in the live action stuff hmm. not saying i didn't want it there because i like it yeah as an adult yeah but it is a lot for, like, a six-year-old to keep track of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, there are so many characters. There are so many. Yeah. I wish they had made it a little more clear, a little more... Chanticleer? A little more Chanticleer. <laughs> I just wish the plot was, like, more, I don't know, streamlined. I wish they had gotten that message of hope in there somehow. Yeah, that would have been... I feel like the overall, like, I don't know, is it, is the point of the movie that Edmund, like, realizes that he can be brave? Or is the point of the movie that Chanticleer does bring up the sun? You know, like, what is the... That's true. What is the point? Yeah. Besides it just being fun. Yeah, maybe it doesn't need one. It does. <laughs> it's a fucking movie. It clearly doesn't. <laughs> it Although maybe it would have done better <laughs> had there been more of a definitive moral. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't need a moral. Well, yeah, but I don't need like to a learn point. Anything. Like, what are you trying right. to yeah. say? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. I mean, I'm going to keep watching it, yeah. even despite all of these things. Like, yeah. I don't think any of my quote-unquote complaints are valid enough to not keep watching it, because I had so much fun watching yeah, it. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, it's really so fun. Cool. It's really cute. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you want all these characters to do well. Except Snipes. Fuck Snipes. Fuck Snipes. <laughs> I want a whole album of the Grand Duke singing, though. Oh my god, yeah. 
Because I loved all of the dark songs. There's also like a... Sorry, I know we're like trying to be done, but I have so much to say. There's also this undercurrent of like um, classic music mm-hmm. versus like new rock music. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. There's Because yeah, the owl straight up is just like, I hate rock and roll. Yeah. He's playing his little organ. He's singing like, yeah, very like Bach, like overture, like mm-hmm. dark. And, and then yeah, you've got this new yeah. rock and roll. Right. So, so another subplot. Man, the world's moved on. Uncle Dookie, and sure your has. time is well. Now it's a tiny owl somewhere. No, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> all right, got anything else you want to say? No, this is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And is there a porn parody called this... Cockadoodle? Oh god, <laughs> I, I didn't Google it. I'm too scared. <laughs> no, I will not look it up because Goldie is already way too sexy, and it's true. Sean Claire is very buff and handsome, and it's not. I'm not. It's implied. Looking into it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me. Okay. Do not email me at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com to tell me about the porn parody of this movie. Don't do it. I won't read it. I won't read it. I'll read it. Okay. I'll tell you about it. All right. You can read it. All right. So you can email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at the same minus the Gmail. Yep. Replay Rewind Podcast. Yep. And on Tumblr. Oh, yeah. Tumblr. You can... Now, listen to the podcast on Stitcher and Google Podcasts. Hell yeah, I so love Stitcher. So search for that. Yeah. Subscribe. Get brand new episodes every Saturday. Woo. Right in your face. Barring any tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They'll be out. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.